Welcome to Hubert I's prophetic teaching podcast. Hubert I is a principled preacher, a character builder, and has deep revelation knowledge in the Word of God. His mandate is to impact the end-time generation for excellence through revelation and holiness. Stay tuned for more insight. I'm speaking tonight about speaking forth your thoughts into reality. Speaking forth your thoughts into reality. Hebrews 11 verse 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. To please God. It is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God. Anyone that cometh to God. The time you said you are coming to church or come to God or become born again. He that cometh to God. For we have come to God. By reason of our born again experience. We have come to God. When we gather like this. We have come unto God. Whenever you begin to worship. You have come unto God. Whenever you begin to pray. You have come unto God. When you are in the market. And you begin to sense the anointing. You have come to God. For he that cometh to God must have two things in mind. Must first believe that he is. That he is. He must first believe that he is. God is. God, he is. He said, know that God, he is. Because when you come, you must come with two intentions or two thoughts or two belief systems that God he is he is your first meeting God is not he was or he will be your first encounter with God is that he is he is a now God to you understand that when I'm meeting him he's not going to postpone me and tell me that next week but he is a today God. He is a now God. He is a God when I'm meeting in prayer today. He is as real as anything to me now. That when I begin to worship, he is my savior. When I begin to pray, he is my deliverer. He is everything I want him to be in the now. And so when I come to God, I'm not coming to God the next day. I'm not coming to meet him the next day. I am meeting him now. And whatever is on my heart, it is coming through now. Now. He is. He is. And number two, he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So now, there is the he is. And there is the one that you will search him to be. He is a rewarder. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So now there is a progression from there he is. We progress again. Okay. God is a rewarder. He rewards everything. God is a giver. He gives everything. He is a rewarder. He rewards everything. He is a giver. He gives everything. Okay. Faith. Without faith. So we need faith. 
for without faith we will not be able to know that he is and will not believe that he is a rewarder there are people they know of the giving God but they don't know the God that gives to them there are people that know God can deliver but as for them he will take time to deliver them 1 Corinthians 13 verse 11 when I was a child I spoke as a child I understood as a child I taught but when I became a man I put away childish when I was a child I spoke as a child then after I spoke I now understood what I spoke before I thought about what I spoke it was too late there are people they speak then they think of what they say this ah why did I they are children they have not aligned themselves to manifestations the things you have said and then you understood and thought about it are the things that have brought you to this level in life you are at this level of your life because all you have done is to just speak before you think of what you said and by the time you realize what you said has destroyed your life apostle paul said when i became a man i put away so this is childish to speak understand and think is childish he said my ministry you are saying that I'm, I'm getting results in ministry. That I'm, I'm, I'm making headways. You are seeing me do a lot of things in my life. And you see progression in my life. is because I put away this childish thing. Now, if he put away the childish thing. Then what will be the manly thing to do? Now, the manly thing will be to think. Which is thought. Then you must understand. Before you speak. So, there must be the thought first. Then there must be the understanding of the thought before the speaking. We must now have the thought. Then we must have the desire. Then we must have action. So, then we must have the spirit, the soul, and then the flesh to have it in the flesh Philippians 4 verse 8 Philippians 4 finally finally my brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue. And if there be any praise. 
there be any virtue, energy, virtue, if there should be manifestation in the flesh, and if there should be any praise, that your soul is full of praise, if there should be the manifestation of something in virtue, that means the evidence of some energy that has been produced, hmm? and the praise in the soul, then you must first of all think on these things. To be able to have virtue in the flesh and praise in your spirit, then you should be able to have thought on these things. So, whatever I want, whatever I need, whatever I want God to do, remember, remember, I told you yesterday that if your soul is connected in all the five areas, there must be foresight, there must be intuition, there must be peace, there must be empathy, and there must be trust. Okay? Now, he has broken them down for you that in everything that you want to have, make sure that the thing you want is true. What does it mean for it to be true? Now, if you get up and you are not at the age of marriage, and then you say, God, give me marriage. What you are saying to you is not true. People are asking God for things that even though they are of reality, okay, they don't have a good report. You, you are asking a miss. You are asking a miss. You are asking a miss. You are asking me for silver and gold when you can't walk. You can't walk, but you are asking me for silver and gold. A lot of people are asking God for daily bread when they are to ask God to be the manufacturer of the bread. Jesus did not say to Peter, Peter, Follow me and I'll give you fish. It is a Peter, follow me and I'll give you fish to eat. He said, I'll make you fishes of men. You'll be a producer. Not a consumer. You cannot follow God and be asking and wishing for two by four blessing. Somebody's prayer is a hundred Ghana cities. Somebody's desire, somebody's desire, their whole desire is to be able to get money to buy a shoe. If I get something small, I'll eat. Some place small, I sleep. I'm done. Look at your look at look at your conversation with a God who is a God who is, and this is your conversation with the God who is. Ask somebody, what job do you want? Any job. I want any job. Any job. You want any job? Okay. Okay. Any job. 
and they cannot break that limitation on their mind that has made them feel that they cannot get some things from God. Your brain, there is the old man of your brain and there is a new man. We have the old man of your brain and we have the new man. Now, the old man is the one that grew up with you and saw all the things you have ever been through and has seen pain, has seen insult, has seen beating and has decided to hide and not take risk. That old man has decided they will not make any attempt on anything because if they try it, people will talk so they are afraid. If they do something, somebody, so that old man has decided that he won't do anything and he has built a wall in your brain. When you became born again, when you became born again, you begin to hear messages and things like you can travel, you can marry, you can make it. And yet the old man who has seen in the family that nothing good is there will hear this message and say, it's not for you, my friend. Put your hand down. You say, amen. They will say, what are you doing? Put your hand down. Now, unconsciously, that old man is dealing with you but you don't know. How do you know? Whenever you leave church, you forget what they said. Whenever you leave church, you don't say any of the things that you were taught to say. You go back to the old thinking, the old behavior. The same way you behave is the same thing you are doing. No change in your life. Why? The old man is comfortable in poverty. The old man is, is comfortable in, eh, I don't want trouble. I don't want anybody to, let me hide myself. That old man is comfortable. So you will go and that small TV that you are watching, you see it as an international TV. That small room with that fan. You, you will be comfortable sleeping and snoring. In the room that when it rains, you are comfortable in that place. You upgraded a, a little bit and bought some AC. You thought that is the end of the world because now you have AC in the room. You have AC in that room. Yet at the end of the month, you are complaining about bills. You are complaining about bills. I have to pay this. I have to pay that. I have to... Look, your old man is keeping you broke. Your old mentality is keeping you limited. The old mindset is keeping you at bay in one place. The new man which has energy coming to tell you all things are possible. Telling you that, hey, this is not the way you should be. You can be better than that. You rise up and say, I receive. And then when you leave here, the old man say, my friend, you receive what? This is having to hear it plenty of times. Let's go and sleep where we are sleeping. The new man is coming to introduce a new thing to you. You are afraid to take the step. You are afraid to take the bold step. Why? Because you have never tried it before. And the old man is saying that I am accustomed to this way of living. If you want to try this one, I can't do it. 
So now you, you've received a message of wake up midnight and pray. The old man said, we sleep early here. So now if the new man, you are energized by the word of God, you go back home and you try one midnight. You tried it. And then the, the new man said, if you can do this for just one month, doors are going to be open. You know you want the door to open. But the old man at 11.30, the old man will start closing your eyes, my friend. If you ask anybody, if you get a million dollars, what are you going to do? Now, the old man, when they hear one million dollars, they think it's breakthrough. The old man, one million dollars, the old man thinks it's breakthrough. So the old man will start uh, looking for things to improve himself. I'll buy a new bed. The old, the old man wants improvement. So the old man say, oh, the fan, this fan is not working. We'll do it. Now, the new man knows one billion cannot solve the world's problem. The new man will say, no. Even though it's one billion, no. I can get more than this. So the new man will be like, what can I do with this that I can multiply it? That is why, that is why a lot of people, God cannot give them money. The reason is that God gives them money. They are going to use the old man's mentality to improve their life and not their future. The new man is futuristic. The old man is in the past. So the old man will try to address things of the past. Once the new man will start addressing things of the future, which has already been prepared for you. There are many people here. To them, to them, to buy one new dress is their breakthrough. I'm speaking to you. I want you, I want you to tonight, tear down that wall of the old man that says that if I make my mind to get a Lamborghini, they'll kill me. Take it down. That old man that tells you that, hey, who told you you can get married in one month? Pull it down. Anything that tells you you can't make it again in school because you are finished with school. Pull that thing down. And tell the new man, arise. Why must you arise? The new man has not come with an introduction of pay attention. That you can have anything you want. The new man is telling you, you can have anything you want. Now, even having anything you want, even as I'm speaking now, the old man is trying to tell you that, look at your life now. And you can have what? Have you to be asking have you two been wanting? Shut the old man down. Please. The Bible said that. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. 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 Then everyone here, everyone here, the minute I mentioned we wrestle not, the first thing in your mind is fight. The first thing in your mind is fight. So now we have employed Christians to fight. 
we have come to a place where we believe that every child of God must fight. I was told that I must fight for everything I want. And I believed it because I checked my life. It's like everything I ever got, I fought for it. So this message was true. It was so true to me because I fought to get where I am. I fought to do my course. I fought to get this. I fought to do this. I fought to do this. So my whole life is fighting. And when I came to church, the pastor also said, we must fight. So now I put on my armor to fight. So we have been fighting and fighting up to today. And we are still fighting. You understand? So now we are, we are looking at the thing as, as even when we are praying, we are praying, we are praying. Against flesh and blood. Then he said, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness. So now, the game was changed now from, pay attention, from flesh to now demons, principalities, powers. And the church told us that our fight is with witches, wizards. Principalities, evil spirits, principal spiritual wickedness in high places. And so now, when we come to church, hey, as fleshy as you are, you are fighting the spirit. You are flesh and you are fighting spirit. And the spirit you are fighting, please let me say something to you. The devil, the devil we are fighting. The devil, number one, he's not flesh, he is a spirit. He is an angel. And please, for your information, this angel, he does not die. He will not die. This devil is not going to die today. He's not going to die tomorrow. Let me shock you. This devil does not feel fire. That your fire doesn't touch him. This devil, your prayer does not affect him. He is an old ancient devil he was with God knew the secrets of the heavens before he came on this earth he's wiser than you he knows the word of God he came to Jesus quoting scripture he quoted scripture to Jesus this devil he is not your fight the reason why it's not your fight is because he has already been judged There is a prophecy on this devil. This devil you are seeing like this. There's a prophecy on his life. We know his life. But you, you lack knowledge. This devil we are seeing, Satan, Lucifer, this old serpent. The prophecy on his life is this. That first of all, you, your seed, the woman's seed will crush you. And Jesus came, crushed him and gave authority unto us. Not only that, the Bible said that in eschatology, this devil in the millennial room, he shall be put in chains and put somewhere. After the millennial room, he will be picked up and thrown into hell with death. He and death and hell shall go into the lake of fire. So this devil is Jenny has been told you. He has a Jenny. You can't kill him. So your prayer against him is not working. You are not called here to fight the devil. Man, Adam was not made to fight Lucifer. He's already condemned. He's already judged. Our job is to stay focused on what God has told us to do. He said, work the garden and keep it. If you give attention to the devil, he will give you direction. And yet, there are people who don't pay attention to him. 
and they are living. They've not been killed by the devil yet. Many unbelievers are there. The devil has not killed them yet. Many believers are there. They don't pay attention to the devil. The devil hasn't killed them yet. You have made the devil your priority. Are you the one to kill him? You have put it on yourself, the devil today. You are, whenever you sense them around, the Bible says, in the name of Jesus, tell them to leave and they must leave. You are not supposed to cut off their head. Even in the name of Jesus, you can't kill them. Your job is to cast them away so that you pay attention to getting some money for your life. So now, what is the wrestle about? Verse 13. What is the wrestle? Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand. He said that there are times in that evil is going to come. You must stand in them. 14, let's go. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with the breastplate of righteousness. This is the armor itself put on, but the armor itself put on is not armor here. Now, watch something. Then he said, this is what he said. He said, all the principalities that you think they are, they are fighting, he said, the problem is not around you. He said, casting down imagination. Pulling down strongholds. Now, the imagination is where your fight is. The stronghold is in your mind. Casting down imagination. And everything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. So now, your problem is in the mind. Your, all your problem is not with Lucifer. Your problem is not with the witch. Your problem is not with the wizard. Your problem is with your mind. Casting down imagination. What is the imagination? The imagination are the things that are in your mind that is causing you to be where you are today. Your thought patterns. Your thought patterns. Our fight is not a spiritual fight. Our fight is a brain fight, a mind fight. Your job and your fight is not with a witch. The witch is in your mind. The demon is in your mind. It's not on the outside. You are fighting a system of poverty in your mind. Something is stopping you from getting money. It's your mind. What can't you get? Why can't you get the job? It is your mind. The only problem that you are going through is not that there is a curse in your father's house. That there is a curse in your mother's house. No, the problem is that you have allowed the case to enter your mind. You have allowed the case in your mind. Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He sent me to bind up the broken hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. The opening of the prison. To proclaim. Not to open the prison. Watch it. To proclaim. 
liberty to the captives and also to proclaim the opening of the prison to them that are bound. He did not come to take them out of prison. He came to tell them that, hey, the door has been opened. What are you still doing here? The door has already been What are you doing here? Hey, the door that has kept you in poverty has been opened. Yet you are still sitting inside. We are praying wrong prayers. Our prayer is to fight against our mind. So now, our issue is with the mind. So he said, now think on these things. Things that are true. Whatsoever things that are, that they are very honest. Think on those things. Things that are just. So now, anything you are going to ask for must have all these things in there. They are lovely. And then what this one? They have good report. The thing you are asking for must have a good report. Let me show you. If you are going to buy a car and somebody gives a bad report, leave it. Anything you are going to get and there's a bad report on it, hold on. When you get a good report, go. words that came around the thing you want to buy if you act on it you'll be in trouble so what you want to marry somebody and then somebody says something negative hold on first in that season don't do anything because they are smoking a negative thing it will happen if you don't take care so you hold on for a good report about the person then you stand on the good report on the good report. Act on the good report. There are always two sides. But we choose the positive. There's always negative, but we choose the positive. There is life and death, but we choose life. There is death and life, but we choose life. There is blessing and curse, but we choose blessing. So we choose the good report. The Bible said that when they were going to spy out the promised land, the Bible said that the people that went to spy the land, there were 12 of them, they went to spy them. Moses was here and they all came back. When they came back, 10 of them said, we cannot. Moses stood there quietly looking at them. Then the two, the two guys opened their mouth and said, we can't take it. Immediately they said, they can't take it. And Moses acted. Moses acted on the report of the two people. So the Bible said, whose report? Whose report will you believe? As a matter of whose report will you stand on? People come to church. You tell them, you are healed. They go home. Then their family people say, hey, this thing there, it can kill you. Then they pick the evil report and cancel the healing they were praying for. They cancel the healing they were praying for. Somebody come, you prophesy to them. You tell them, hey, 
Tomorrow by this time, what you are looking for, it shall be done. They pick it, they go home. By the time they go home, no, they started talking negative. I've been praying this thing. The minute they start talking negative, but the universe and the powers of the universe start going against them. That is why, what, what the prophet did, the young prophet that was following the prophet, he said, shut your mouth. The people said, don't you know your master will be taken away from you? The guy said, shut up. I don't want any negative report. Don't give me any ne- negative report. People that always call for negative report, you know what? The people say to you, they've damaged you more than themselves. Because whatever you hear enters into your spirit. Faith comes by hearing. Worry comes by hearing. Sickness coming by hearing. Trouble coming by hearing. Pain coming by hearing. You are in pain because of what you heard. You are struggling because of what you heard. Faith also coming by hearing. So what are you hearing? So Jesus said, take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. So what you hear is very important. The old man, he said, now start thinking of things that are pure. Start thinking of things that have a good report. Think on things that are very lovely. So from today, that is going to be what you must do. You are thinking of things that are good. Think on things that are powerful. And anything that will be negative, you tell it to shut up. Think on these things. Look, Luke chapter 6, verse 45. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is a good man. Out of the treasure of his heart, he brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Okay. Please, did you hear the Bible tell you that? Before you and your mother's womb, I knew you. Before your mother's womb, I knew you. So we were with God before we came here. So, when you are having thoughts, the thoughts you get is not from here. You were in his thought. Now, when they say God, he has seen the end from the beginning. It means that he saw what he wanted to achieve by creating the world. He saw the end. Then he saw things and people he will need to get it done. And one of the people that will get his work done was you. So you were in his thought. Which the thought knew what the end is. The thought knew what the end is. So when he picked the thought, put it in your father. Your father put it in your mother. You came. So when you came, when you came, you started having some business ideas. Those business ideas 
that you were having was it's not a thought from here it's a thought from there so now that thought that you must capture that thought and put it in your spirit and soul to feel it to understand it To feel it and understand it. Thoughts are given for us to imagine anything we want to imagine. We are to think anything and everything. Anything and everything. But he has told you that let your thoughts be of good report. Because if you think evil, you will manifest evil. Whatever you think, you manifest it. So now God is not telling you that I need you to manifest good things. So I need you to think of things that are true, lovely, good report. So that you manifest those things rather because they are the things that will help you. Because the negative things you manifest may hurt you. So every thought, every thought, every thinking pattern you have, okay, is derived from the infinite world of impossibilities. That is why to connect to that, you must be silent. And allow your thoughts to run wild. Let your thoughts go and go and enter into the sea of possibilities. Enter into the realm of impossibilities. And once you are thinking of the wildest of your imagination, that original thought of the future comes in. And when you catch it, you push it inside of your spirit, your soul, and then you begin to feel it and sense it and say, huh, this is the one. Ah, this is what I want to do. Ah, this is the thing. You begin to vibrate in it. This is it. This is it. Out of the abundance of the heart. Good. Where is the heart? Hmm. The heart is your spirit has a soul. You are, you are a spirit, you live in a body, you have a soul. Now, between your spirit and the soul, between your spirit and the soul, between your spirit and the soul, huh, there's a seat. There's a seat. Between your spirit and your soul, there's a seat. That seat huh, is where the heart is sitting on. Your heart is sitting on the seat between your heart between your spirit and your soul your heart your heart is the combination of your spirit and soul when they say heart when you when you intersect when your spirit marries your soul they produce heart so they produce the spirit of your heart your spirit and your soul 
You see the way they dress nicely? They have come together. When they intersect or they have an intercourse, uh, they produce a baby. Come through them. Come through them. Come on. This is the heart. The heart is the soul and the spirit together. Hebrews 4.12 The word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder the soul and the spirit. The joints and the marrows and the descent of the thoughts in the interest of the heart. It splits. The word of God is able to split the soul and the spirit. When it splits the soul and the spirit, then it will know the intentions of this heart. So when the word of God enters your heart, it splits the soul, splits the spirit, so that the intention is realized. The heart is known. When God wants to look at the heart, when God wants to see the heart, he says the word to let the soulish desire move away and let the spirit aside and say, let me know why you were formed. Let me know why you came into existence. God looks at the heart and not the outward appearance. The outward appearance is produced from the soul. And it's also produced from the spirit. So we don't know. So watch this. There is a woman you want to marry. A guy you want to marry. Good physically. Good cooking. Good, good. You will not know their heart. So you will not know that truly what they are saying is really from God. Or it is just them. So the word of God will not come in. And split them because they intersected. Because they intersected, they produce intention, purpose, reasons for things. And so when the word of God enters and splits them, then we know the intention. So God, he looks at motives and intentions, which is the heart. And it is out of this heart that the mouth speaks. We don't speak from the spirit. We don't speak from the soul. We speak from motives and intentions. Why? Intentions and motives are the thoughts of God. So, when intention is intended, the intention which is intended has no choice than to produce results. Why? This one is birth. Out of the spirit and the soul, the world of the invisible and the world of the visible put together to produce results on the earth. That is why out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Anyone who really comes out of the heart to speak, they see it. Out of the abundance of the heart. Why? Because now, the thought from God has been released. It has entered into the seat of the heart where the soul and the spirit is has produced the intent for your mouth to say it 
For whatever you say out of your heart, you will get it. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things, watch it. I say unto you, what things soever you desire, you desire. When you pray, talk. When you pray, you shall have them to come into the flesh. Watch what happened to you. I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received them and you shall have them. Amplified. For this reason, I am telling you, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe, trust, soul, the soul, trust, and be confident that it is granted, it is granted to you, and you will get it. BB. For this reason, I say unto whatsoever you make a request for in prayer, have faith that it has been given to you, and you shall have it. What is he saying? He is saying that this place is called desire. So believe it. Have faith, trust, confidence. The things you are about to say, remember, the process of a mature person is that they don't just speak. They think, they understand, then they speak. Okay. So he is saying here that before you say anything, believe that the thought has already been given. The thought has already been given. And when the thought has already been given, believe that because the thought has been given to you, you have it. You have the thought. And by just saying that I have the thought, you have what the thought is. Down. I just had to rub it up. It's you that I see. It's you that I see. Thank you for your miracles, Lord. Thank you for the testimonies.